the role model of the WWE could be back. I don't think the Bailey babies are cunning with it. Bailey babies. They're Bailey buddies. Whatever those inflatable wavy tubey arm things waving in the air, are they going to be doing that at the Royal Rumble? Is Bailey coming back to the WWE? You better share this video right now. It's Sports Kita Wrestling. Top story of the day. What's up, guys? This is the Virtuosa, Diana Praza with the face of Impact Wrestling, and you are watching Sports Kitty of Wrestling. Like, share, subscribe, do it all, and do it now. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out! Watch out. Yes. Watch out! Watch, watch out. out! Watch out! Watch out! Ah, uh, yes. The Watch Out, Watch Out crew is with us. They're all watching. Uh, share the link, or you're, if you're listening, share the link. Listen, listen, listen out, listen out. Doesn't work the same way. What's going on, everybody? Uh, <laughs> what's going on, everyone? It, uh, you just heard Deanna Perrazzo there. Uh, she just popped in for a minute. That is a part of one of the very, very cool sit-down interviews we just filmed, right, Jose, uh, with Impact Wrestling. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, also, Impact Wrestling world champion moose we have him in the, in the docket as well exciting conversations you had with them yeah man it was really cool catching up with both moose and diana parato yesterday uh we had an interesting take on moose on why he didn't really pick brock lesnar over roman reigns so a very interesting take uh we're gonna be well, dropping those guys that are later in the wwe why why would he why, why would he talk about them? Forbidden Door, man. He's yeah. all about it. So uh, so interesting take on on both Forbidden Doors, on both the Parazzo and on Moose. So, guys, make sure you are subscribed because when we drop that, you guys want to go ahead and share that and, and give it a big old thumbs up. All right, let's jump right into this lead story here. We're two minutes in, and you want to know what's going on with Bailey. What's Bailey's going on with Bailey? Bailey's. Bailey's been on the mix here for quite some time, suffering a very serious knee injury right before WWE got back on the road uh, in 2021. And it was a brutally timed injury because Bailey was a critical player for WWE during the pandemic. Uh, truly came off the screen in front of no fans, was jaw jagging with everyone, held all the different titles, did a lot of uh, big things on television for WWE, even though there were no fans physically there. To, to to be a part of it. She was a, a real MVP for WWE during the pandemic era. That knee injury brutal. Now we see cryptic teasings. Oh, the yeah. role model, the role model and all of her outrageousness could be back on television yelling as Yuri is here with us. Ding, Ding dong. dong. Love it. Hello. My favorite, my favorite star of the WWE roster has been teasing a potential comeback, but this is very cryptic on the way that she did this because she did this through a tweet because there's been, there's been some teasing from WWE that Kayla Braxton might be making an appearance in the in the Royal what? Rumble. So they've been saying this in the bump. You're right. The, yeah. So they've been saying this in the bump. So Bailey responded to that, and she says, "Quote: If she does, then I am without a doubt making my return." Just to throw her out, so far she lands on Michael Cole's dumb face. <laughs> so, I've never seen Kayla Braxton take a bump besides being on the bump. Yes. Uh, but uh, this will be this will be hilarious. Uh, but dude, I'm looking forward to seeing Bailey. Man, one of the greatest 
women's uh, performers in WWE in, in, re, in the recent era, right up there with Charlotte, part of the Four Horsewomen, uh, had the longest SmackDown reign in SmackDown's history in the uh, holding that SmackDown women's title, 383 days. Uh, so I am looking forward to seeing Bailey come back. Hopefully had a schedule and ready to go just in time for WrestleMania. Uh, they need her. I mean, it would be a fresh thing for Absolutely. her to be added to the mix. Uh, there are some different players she could play with, uh, and specifically on Raw. There's a couple of new names. Most of them are heels. Uh, I mean, her and Bianca did do some business here and there, but this is a different Bianca. This is a different circumstance. Uh, I think I think it's needed. You need some fresh players in WWE, especially when there's that much television on that many weeks a year and WrestleMania is right around the corner and you want somebody that fans know. It makes complete sense. No, there, there is no there is no argument I would accept against uh, Bailey not being uh, reinserted back into the WWE uh, flow of things right now. Absolutely, man. I think, you know, she is uh, she she's a great talent and she's hella entertaining. I love their segments during the ding dong. Hello segments. Those were some of the best stuff. I mean, ding dong, hello. They were so good. Hello. You can be really annoying. You want to upset your friends and family? Just start doing that all the time. Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) Exactly. That was was a very upset (laughs) laugh. That was immediately. I was. I was like, "Do I have to quit? Do I have to quit sports kita? If he's gonna keep doing that." Uh, yeah, uh, here we go. We have this from Chris Allridge. He says, uh, uh, this is one of our diaries. Chris is with us all the time. Thank you so much, Chris. I see you with yes. all of our different shows. The debrief was, uh, was on last night. It's on the new Facebook, uh, called Sports Keto All Wrestling Fan Page. Thank you uh, for telling the other diaries about that. Yes. Uh, we have a, we have a the debrief, which is now a, a part of a, another page we're doing here. I know a lot of people watch this on Facebook. Check it out. Sports mm-hmm. Keto All Elite. There's just an all elite mm-hmm. focus page. We still post about all elite wrestling on all of our main facebook group but uh doing something a little bit different there i uh, definitely check it out it was an eventful episode uh, of all the wrestling there's some really really good stuff there's some confusing stuff and the debut of brody king was really neat nxt was quite eventful this week as well i did it with rico El glorioso you were busy doing all the impact stuff. stuff tons yeah. tons of content to get to let's jump into story number two yeah man let's do uh let's talk about this big big story the elimination chamber Coming mm. back, potentially, Fightful Select today is reporting uh, that the that WWE is reportedly planning to bring him back to the Elimination Chamber, but in Saudi Arabia. Now, mm. last year, we did not have an Elimination pay-per-view. Looks like they retired it last year. Uh, but now, it looks like they're talking of bringing the structure over seas to Saudi Arabia. Now, initially, they did have plans of bringing the Elimination Chamber for the November pay-per-view. Uh, but that never came to fruition. But there's also been some talk of possibly doing a, one of the WWTV episodes, either a SmackDown or a Raw, from Saudi Arabia. But hmm. nothing has been confirmed. So this is uh, this is big news because, as we know, they've been th- you know putting on these massive shows in Saudi Arabia. This last one that we had in November was a really good show. Everybody, and I, I don't even, I haven't even heard anybody knock that pay-per-view of how good it was. And if they can continue putting on good shows overseas in Saudi Arabia of that caliber, uh, just putting in the Elimination Chamber, man, that's just a cherry on top. I think that's great. It can't be cheap to get that thing over there. That's a lot of Absolutely production. Absolutely not. It's a lot the of production. Alone, to move the shipping there, yeah. alone is probably sh- got to be worth 
the shipping, the shipping alone, they're going to get you. That's where they're going to get you. You know, you know yeah. those prices. Uh, and uh, other people, I think, are going to, you know, immediately rush the idea of elimination chamber, and you bring up all the different socio political things that are easy to find about about uh, about about Saudi Arabia, the issues that WB had socially with dealing there. Uh, and Nick Batten saying Saudi Arabia can have the elimination chamber. He's not a fan of it. He's not a fan of it. He's not, not he's a fan not of for it. it. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed the, the elimination chamber. I think it's an underrated gimmick. I, th- I've, I, I think even a, a not so great elimination chamber match is still somewhat compelling in terms of what it looks like on television and how it's shot. Yeah. And it lends itself to WWE's big time production of how, you know, sometimes too many angles to shoot something on. This is something when you actually see it on television, maybe it would be better than almost seeing it live. Yeah, uh, the the Elimination Chamber, in my opinion, has just been underutilized these last few years, and it hasn't gotten the respect it needs or it deserves. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that structure itself is is quite treacherous. The original one, by the way, because they've done so now so uh, a few different versions where now it's a little bit safer to work in in the Elimination Chamber as compared to the one that they unveiled, you know, twenty years ago, uh, back when Eric Bischoff came up with that concept. Uh, but again, this thing, they really should be using it more. There really should be a yearly pay-per-view and it should be right in, in the road to WrestleMania because that would at one for Royal Rumble, whoever wins that can pick. But let's just say the Elimination Chamber could be someone for one of the mid-card ones, right? It could be something like that. But I think they should use it a little bit more. But I'm excited to see this overseas. I'm wondering how this is all going to look uh on tv in that big massive crowd in saudi arabia and my thing is how's the saudi arabia crowd going to respond to this you know they've never never seen anything like this over there uh at a show uh they've never seen anything but i mean it's already been proven they got some hardcore wwe fans over there they would respond to something like this i mean they didn't they weren't lost when a hell in a cell match was presented there for the first time in october it was one of the better matches uh WWE presented on, on TV this year with Edge and, and Rollins. Um, but I've seen some crowds even here in the States do the Elimination Chamber, and there's a little bit of a disconnect with it because it is a big structure uh, from how it's shot. There is kind of a delay response. Fans will respond to it, but you can almost feel them be like, mm-hmm. oh, 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 you know, you hear that little bit of a skip. And when you have that in a stadium, what's that going to look like, you know? So there's well, just a lot of challenges like to it. There's a lot of challenges to it. People saying, what about a Punjabi prison match? I've seen it. I actually went to one of these in Chicago. They're pretty cool, but they don't, those in an arena don't look that great live. Like they're, 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 you can see the ring, but it's not like the obstruction isn't there. It glares off mm-hmm. the lights, even though Batista did the cool thing of, you know, spearing someone off the top of the, of it. He, ju- he leapt from one side of the cage to the other, which was pretty impressive. Uh, here we go. Jumping into questions and different uh, comments that people have here. Um, we got a good one here by Jackson Rick on YouTube watching us. He's saying, so Elimination Chamber no longer a pay-per-view. It's going to be a gimmick like they did with SummerSlam, like Money in the Bank with WrestleMania. Kevin well, Jose, what do you it think? Kinda, it kind of already is. It was, it, was a, yeah. a, it was the biggest thing between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania for like, what, 10 years? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. the better part of 10 years. So, I mean, when they establish something with it, it's fine. I understand the idea of there has to be a reason for a hell in a cell. There, ha- like we got to be in an angry feud to put ourselves like with Edge and and, and Rollins. That made sense. I've heard some people say that you have, you need some storyline 
uh, build up an emotion to do this with the chamber. I'm okay with, cause it's like, what it's like eight different performers. It almost lends itself to, we get to the rumble. We get to survivor series. Here's when we have the annual elimination chamber. Here's when we have the king of the ring. So because there's multiple performers, I understand that. Then it lends itself to a little bit more competition. You can do multiple storylines inside of it. That's okay. I, I don't mind that logic. I, I completely agree with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, jumping into some more of your comments here. Any truth? Because Jericho is going to be in the Royal Rumble. Uh, well, here's the thing, guys. You know, we've reported a few days ago, WrestleVotes had uh, put out a tweet that WWE is considering uh, some a male competitor from the Forbidden Door, someone from AEW. We don't know exactly who that is. Mm-hmm. I put the name out there for Chris Jericho. That caught like wildfire. What do you think? Uh, I mean, we're going to be asked about this all month. Uh, obviously, it, WWE turned some real heads in terms of the hardcore audience. With Mickey James, uh, Mickey James, the Bella Twins, Michelle McCool, Kelly Kelly, Summer Rae, uh, and maybe even more are all part of the women's match. And this was announced this past mm-hmm. Friday. I don't know if they're going to announce any more of those, you know, returning superstars for the men's match. They do have some spots open, uh, and it was surprising. You know, Bella Twins are huge stars, but people were talking more about Becky, Becky, uh, excuse me, Mickey James. Uh, mm-hmm. because she's the Impact Women's Champion. She's the Impact Knockouts Champion. And why, why is someone who signed with Impact you released in the last year in this match? Uh, and, you know, it's kind of shocking. It opens up a lot of possibilities, follows up a bunch of different reports. I, I do think the WrestleVotes report is accurate. We're going to see some other people that make you go like, oh, wow, I didn't know that was happening. Now, are they going to be revealed to us before the Rumble? I don't, I don't know. So. Uh, some of them I think have to be saved for the rumble. I do think WWE kind of wants to remind people they can keep you on your toes with the rumbles they do every year. And now th- this new policy of, Hey, we don't mind if talent isn't you know signed to our company is a completely, that's a complete reversal of WWE's past. Look at things where they've been more insulated into, we're only going to pull from our ranks probably since like the late nineties. They've done stuff with the Rumble before where they've used talent before. They did this with like AAA in like 1997 and they've had different talent, you know, and short-term deals come in for it. Obviously for the Rumble, they have old old names come back and just work the Rumble match and not do anything else. They're just there for the pop and which is always fun. Fans enjoy that too. Uh, Does this mean a storyline comes out of it? Who knows? I mean, they're going to see what that reaction is like too. You know, Rey Mysterio came back and worked the Rumble one year when he wasn't under a long-term deal and got a massive reaction. And WWE mm-hmm. was already trying to get him back, but then they felt like, oh, no, we really got to get him back. We really, mm-hmm. really, really got to get him back. So it'll be interesting. I mean, and Jericho is one of those huge names that could come over, and I do think WWE will be comfortable with him doing it uh, there, even though he's the all wrestling guy. He's still under contract with them. I think he's somebody you, he would trust. You know, you want to have somebody you I can I think know Jericho put... makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. And Jericho's not going to go out there and disrespect th- that, that company in that way. You know, he, he's mm-hmm. just not going to do it. He's not assuming he's going to go out there and be like, no, I'm going to go get them in trouble and moon the crowd and then run out of the ring. (laughs) You know, also, I just don't think there's many wrestlers that would do that or something like that. But you do want to know, you know, have somebody who's going to respect what it is. Uh, Jericho would make complete sense. I'm of the thought I would love to see someone from New Japan. Uh, I would love to see some. I know there's uh, more people would know Jericho. You want to see Okada in there, don't you? You you want to see Okada. You're right. You just want to see. You want us to see Okada up in there. I mean, I can't blame you, baby. Yeah, Uh, I agree with you. But Jericho would be a huge name. 
Um, John Moxley would be, would be wild. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but it'll be pretty cool. Yesterday we did an episode looking at uh, Corey Graves. If Corey Graves is clear to wrestle, is he going to show up in the Royal Rumble? And mm-hmm. the math kind of adds up there. You get people stoking the flame of that. Some of his wrestling Booker buddies. T, Booker T, not a fan of uh, of Corey Graves getting back in the ring. I don't know if, mm. you, saw, if you saw that report or if you heard that uh, yesterday. Uh, he was talking on his podcast, on uh, Hall of Fame podcast, that he's concerned that that if he gets in the ring, like how is how how is his body going to react to it? You know, he, he's been on commentary for such a long time, doing such a great job, and he fears that the commentary table is going to suffer massively if he leaves uh, if he leaves that post and returns in ring. And who's not to say if he returns in ring that he gets released? Uh, CRC, uh, we'll get to the super chat here from Roland in a minute. Thank you so much there, Roland. Uh, the Rainmaker and the Rumble would be awesome. Yeah, some people agree with me here. And Alex Bradford saying, if uh, Jericho came out to Judas, I would lose my mind. Yeah, would he come out to Judas? That'd be that'd be a different thing here. People lose, lose. That's been so much more of the thing he's been doing the past few years. But I do think Break the Walls Down would be cool. Cut to Judas, you know, combine both. Let's get to Roland the super with- chat. With a very, very uh, gracious super chat. Thank you so much, Sarah Roland. Thank you so much, Roland. Did did you guys like Seth's promo, Seth Rollins' promo? He said it will be the visionary versus the tribal chief on the marquee. Uh, brother versus brother. Unsure Seth's heel character would allow him to say brother versus brother. What are you alluding there? What are you alluding there? Why would his character allow that? Is he a baby face now? I don't think this means he's a baby face. He's still Seth Rollins. This is feels like a, I don't want to say it's a one-off. Correction, uh, Kevin. He is Seth freaking Rollins. That's true. what the bio says on the WWE network. And uh, it's, on, it's and changed to Seth freaking Rollins. It's freaking. And it's, it's not just Seth. It's Seth freaking, freaking, freaking. Rollins. I, I, I'm, I'm a little odd out of this match here with Roman and this is the only time I've felt this and I know it feels weird to say it. they've done this before uh, mm-hmm. Rollins still feels like a heel I don't think there's anything about him that gives me the illusion that he's trying to get the audience behind him to get the title off Roman Reigns who's had it for more than 500 days and uh, is as I've said by the, way, by the way everyone watching right now including us we all have to acknowledge our tribal chief for his 500th day as universal champion i don't thank you i refuse at this point to acknowledge him i refuse it blasphemy you are blasphemy I, I will not reference that how dare you blaspheme who... against the head of the table our tribal chief it's today is the day to acknowledge him i will not i will not acknowledge his lined up goatee i will not acknowledge i will not acknowledge his swole chest i will not acknowledge <laughs> his hair which has never been seen on television being anything less than fresh out of the pool wet. All right. I will not, <laughs> I will not do it. I refuse. Uh, I say good day. I say good day, sir. I say good day, sir. I say good day. Interesting take here because I have this whole scenario in my head that may be an unpopular opinion. But I'm going to spit it out anyways, because I think it's actually quite possible with Brock Lesnar being a free agent, moving back and forth from Monday Night Raw to SmackDown. I think that leaves the possibility for titles to switch brands again. So I think that it is highly possible that Roman may end up losing that title uh, to Seth Rollins, 
Seth Rollins ends up taking the title to Monday Night Raw because he got drafted to Monday Night Raw. Brock Lesnar still being the WWE champion beats Bobby Lashley at the Royal Rumble, setting up a WWE title match with Roman Reigns for WrestleMania 38 in the main event for SmackDown. So I think that might be the scenario where we see things going. I agree, but I just think there has to be something a little bit more long-term finality at at WrestleMania. So that that's what makes me think we're getting Brock and Roman there at Mania. Mm-hmm. I still think that's a distinct possibility. And Rollins was supposed to have something big at WrestleMania, but that got changed with, you know, Roman being pulled from day one and all these different things. Plans change, pal, right? And that's absolutely true here. I'm being told I have to acknowledge him. No. I will. I will not acknowledge him. I will reference. To, I will reference him as the most popular wrestler in professional wrestling, and maybe one of the best. But I will not Supersonic acknowledge. X. I will not. He's I will not. I refuse. Will never acknowledge. I refuse team. to acknowledge him. I will not reference wrestler known by initials RR. I will. I refuse. Alex, Alex Radford on YouTube. I, what Jose? Mind blown. <laughs> We have some impact news. Obviously, you have those big impact uh, interviews that are dropping here this week. Uh, and this is compelling. You know, they had Hard to Kill, which was a very well-received pay-per-view. And the, the whole Forbidden Door thing has been open with impact for uh, quite some time. They've been working with New Japan Pro Wrestling for, for many, many years. New New Japan Pro Wrestling back on Axis Television, the television home of impact wrestling and will air immediately after it's a little bit more of a synergy kind of remind people that new japan is a part of the mix here and that best of tv show will air right after impact uh, starting in march so how do you get them involved well the active week-to-week storylines of impact are now being influenced by ring of honor talent that is on the show in a temporary way they enter they in they invaded people love invasions right they mm-hmm. invaded hard to kill and now you continue this uh, weaving web of different wrestling universes on top of each other with the Bullet Club now having a presence yet again on Impact Wrestling. You're absolutely right, Kevin. The Bullet Club is heading to the most recent tapings of Impact Wrestling down in Fort Lauderdale, which are going to be January 21st and 22nd. Uh, and they're not only Tangaloa and uh, Tamatanga are going to be heading over there, but they're going to be joining Jay White representing the Bullet Club heavyweight, uh, and it's going to be for a Bullet Club invasion in the company. So uh, this is going to be very interesting. Uh, G.O.D., the Gorillas of Destiny, who are the tag team of Tangaloa and Tamatanga, uh, they have are the current tag team champions. So those guys uh, have been multiple IWGP heavyweight tag team champions. Uh, many times and setting a record about seven times. So those guys are no joke. Uh, So I think this is going to be very compelling. Impact Wrestling is definitely on the up right now with Moose having a very dominant chance. Mickey James putting a hell of a main event this past Saturday, a hard to kill. And now with the most recent news that we got just before we went live, William Regal. Impact Wrestling has offered William Regal a post within the company. What that what that position is, I don't know yet. But if William Regal does make his way to Impact Wrestling, I think this will definitely change the game in 2022. 
Well, Sunshine, you better pay attention here. I mean, I think Regal should be a part of any major wrestling promotion right now. Uh, if WWE doesn't want to have employ his mind, his 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 foresight into talent scouting, into talent development, into production, all these different things that he's been doing for WWE since fading out as a performer just about, you know, just under 10 years ago. He's become one of the most creatively influential guys in the last 10 years in professional wrestling. And I, I, I say that with no, with no under overstating what he did. Think of all the different people he helped recruit. Think of all the different people he mm-hmm. scouted. Think of all the different people he got ready for television as developed independent talent and made worldwide televised wrestling superstars. I mean, he's a huge part of WWE's growth in the last 10 years. I understand that the, backing away from is just oh let's get rid of the triple h element i don't know if i agree with it i get he's it's collateral damage but it sounds awful to say that uh if impact gets him that would be a tremendous thing for them a tremendous <laughs> thing for them uh and, and uh, let's just put this in a let's just put this in a in a scenario in a perfect world right that we live in uh or or in a multiverse let's just say let's just say for a or b reason Triple H, Paul Levesque, walks away from WWE and goes to Impact Wrestling to join William Regal. What does that do to Impact Wrestling? That would definitely put him as the second or third top wrestling company. Just with those two minds alone in Impact Wrestling, Hypothetical. That, that blows my mind just thinking about that. Hypothetical. I just don't see Triple H leaving. Don't I know it's a hypothetical, Kevin, but you know, know what, dude? It's the forbidden door. We're living in 2022. Anything's possible. We're about to have AEW people show up at the Royal Rumble. We have the Impact Knockouts champion showing up at the Royal Rumble. Anything can happen literally now in 2022. True, and, and WWE's doing some crazy stuff now. Uh, they're playing with others, which they, they haven't done in, in a while here. It is a wild time here. Uh, hit they those like you, buttons, uh, guys. Hit those like buttons. You got you a surprise entrant, brother. You got something you, you want to tell me? Shut up. Don't know. Some, like, come on. Vitalis is saying that Kevin is surprised entering the world. You're not supposed to tell anybody, bro. You're supposed to protect the business. PTB. PTB. Listen. All right. Lewis is picking us. Lewis Mestris both is picking us. us for the final two. Had to have. We're, we're, we're going we're gonna to get into one singlet together. All right. And and we're gonna we're gonna wrestle together. <laughs> gonna one giant singlet. You have to pin all. Did you get all four shoulders? I don't think the, the people want to see two two grown ass bald bearded men in a singlet together in one. Nah, that no, no, Kevin. What are you trying to do to our? No viewers? one can pin both of us at the same time. They have to get all four shoulders <sighs> to the mat. All right. Uh, other people say, uh, with different, different crazy ideas here. Our very own Jeremy Ben, who couldn't be with us live today, he says, Yeah, Kevin is going to show up and take out his doppelganger, Sam Roberts. Don't do it. Please do it. Please, Kevin, no can good, you do that? No, the no good Sam Roberts. That no, no good, good Sam Roberts. Oh, yes, this is so fun stuff here. Uh, the Rumble is exciting. I'm going to be at the Rumble. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you ever been to a Royal Rumble live, Jose? Never. So the last time um, there was a Royal Rumble near me was back in 2016 when AJ Styles made his debut here in Orlando, and I couldn't what go to that show. I wanted, I wanted to go. That was actually my season premiere for Weekends of Wrestling uh, on 2016. So, um, so immediately after that pay per view, we, we we recorded our very first show. But yeah, they were they were here in Orlando, and I man, I've never been to a Rumble. Always wanted to go to one. 
Uh, I'm going to be going. It'll be fun. This will be the second one I've been to. And oddly, the last one I went to was also in St. Louis about 10 years ago. It was won by Sheamus. That was Mick Foley's last in-ring match, technically, which Mm -hmm. is quite, quite eventful. They had some really, really cool matches on the show as well. I enjoyed that. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. It'll be fun. Rumble is always, I think, always fun. This will be the first Rumble really in front of fans, too. It's worth noting. You know, like, this is going to be a big, big crowd here. Uh, here People we go. love the uh, idea, Kevin. People love the idea. Here, here we go. M- 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 Major says, uh, Vince. Who's this Vince? Uh, whoever this Vince promoter is, he would he would love a two-in-one singlet. It's such good shit. Yeah, That's definitely. Uh, and other people saying that Sam Roberts is copying me. No, it's just genetics. You 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 lose your hair, so you just kind of embrace it and try and make it look as good as you can. <laughs> for sure. Did you guys enjoy the show? Uh, how come you haven't hit the like button yet? Uh, are, do, are you, do you know someone else is going to enjoy the show? How come you haven't shared the link yet? Do it uh, now. If, you're, if now. you're listening to us on a podcast feed and you've been listening for this long, give us a five-star review. Just give us a five-star review. Really, really helps us out. Thank you to the listeners in India. Thank you, listeners in Great Britain, Canada, and across the world in the Philippines as well, and across America who've been listening to us on Apple, putting us on the wrestling charts in all of those different countries. Thank you so, so, so much. Uh, of course, we have Vince Russo covering Monday Night Raw every single Monday on our video and podcast channel. We also have Dutch Mantel after SmackDown and Rampage. Of course, we have the debrief covering AEW and NXT on Wednesday nights. And then also on top of those are our night shows. Five days a week, we have the top story. Five days a week, we have the top story here. Right around 5.30 Central, 6.30 Eastern. We do those stream those live if, you, if you're watching on demand. Thank you so, so much. Appreciate that as well. Uh, and we're getting some reports uh, of something here. I do want to give me a second here before we sign off because we can just do it while we're live, right? Uh, we've heard more and more people potentially showing up at the Royal Rumble. And we're hearing some more names like Melina and Cameron. Could we see a Funkadactyls reunion at the Royal Rumble? What do you think of that? You gotta Mal- have you gotta have Brodus Clay if you're gonna have a Funkadactyls reunion, bro. You can't you can't bring the Funkadactyls if you're not gonna bring Brodus Clay. And Brodus Clay ain't coming to WWE anytime soon because ain't he doing something with 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 Impact? Isn't he doing something right now? Yeah, but hey. I don't think that's that's, doing something with NW. I guess that doesn't matter, right? He's with the NWA. I I don't think that's stopping anyone from from coming over right now. I don't think that's stopping on Fox News, too. So, my thing is, if you got if you have Mickey James out there, why not take the whole household, you know, down to Nick Aldis? Uh, if, if the former champion yeah if the national treasure showed up i think that'd be pretty cool as well um i wonder if any of these people jumping over would be uh shocking in the sense of, but they'd be shocking but they wouldn't be huge names so that, that'd be worth it too you want names that people remember in the oh in he's a roles. tv champ i'm sorry sorry thank you for correcting me jeremy tv champ sorry sorry oh, okay all right oh he's a tv champ okay all right all right thank you guys so much for supporting the show get a little bit more news before we uh, sign off we will be back on friday for a freestyle friday edition with even more of your questions on screen uh we'll have those interviews up with moose and diana Perazzo. also our royal rumble tears special will be uh running this weekend we're working on that that'll be us saying these are the royal rumbles you need to watch these down here the royal rumbles you can avoid 
you know, in terms of what you want to stream before you get to the Royal Rumble. That'll be this weekend. And then coming up on the 22nd, we'll have our big Royal Rumble trivia special. So two big things before we even get to the Rumble and the weeks ahead here. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at Kev Kellum. That's at Kev Kellum on Twitter. Uh, Kev Kellum 6 on the Instagram. I don't, I'm not super active on the IG. I guess I should be, though, right? Uh, you're, you're big on the IG, aren't you, Jose? Jose underscore G. I am, underscore man. Official. You guys you're much more. Yeah, that. you guys can follow me on Twitter. I'm barely on Twitter, but I'm always on Instagram. So go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram. Hit that like button. Also, check out my show, Recons of Wrestling. We're still on hiatus. We'll be back Royal Rumble weekend. So make sure you give us a like, share, and a subscribe, and smash that notification bell. Uh, also, if you know anyone in the U.S., send them over my way. The, the link is up on my Twitter. I will be at the Miller Beach Performing Arts Theater this Friday. This Friday night, I'll be there. And then on the 22nd, I'll be opening up for Marilyn Rice Cub. You've seen her on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That'll be going down in Valparaiso, Indiana on the 22nd. Links are up to get tickets uh, on my website as well. Kev Kellum, Kevin Kellum.com, Kevin Kellum.com. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. We will be back tomorrow with even more. And of course, for everything wrestling, get the Sports Kita app. You'll be in tune. It's one click and it's all right there. Remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing, whether or not you want to acknowledge uh, that, that guy with the wet hair. I'm not going to. Acknowledge you, must, him. you must acknowledge I will, him. I will not do it. I will not you, do it. You, but you what shall. I will do, what I will do is what, Jose? You shall enjoy wrestling and acknowledge him. Yeah. Yeah. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out.